Hambone. Friendly neighborhood Hambone. So that's, that's me. so you're you're starting with friendly neighborhood. That's your new your new uh, my new your, gimmick. Your is new gimmick is friendly neighborhood Hambone. I still like Cuddle Muffin McGuire. That's not my new gimmick. We are here with My Thai TV episode number thirty six. What are we going to talk about today? Hambone. We are going to talk about Gen Con, which I'm going to with George Colazzo tomorrow morning. We're going to talk about SummerSlam. We're going to talk about NXT Takeover Brooklyn. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones, and I'm going to teach you how to make a delicious drink called the Hawaiian Kiss. Is that all we're going to talk about? I don't know. You tell me, George. What else are we going to talk what about What about tonight? the big announcement we have? We've got a big announcement tonight, and George is going to share that with you. No, you're going to share it. No, you're going to share it. Are you sure? Sure. We have huge news. This is the last ever episode of My Thai TV. What? Yeah. No. Yeah, you said. No, I did not say. Because of your touring schedule, we cannot it commit to doing this show it anymore. Is, this is totally so not So we the will case. no longer be doing My Thai TV. What? It ends here. It ends no. now. Episode 36. You know what? When I texted you, I said, what's the big announcement tonight? You're like, you know. You agreed to it. I was like, okay. We were talking about Twitter. And going I, just, on. I just went. I just I went with it. Because I'm like, oh, he's probably got something surprising. He wants to pop. I never thought it was going to be this. Yeah. You said we're done. This isn't working. I never said that. Yeah. You're like, ever since we had Hambone 2 come on, it's never been the same. George, I've never said so that. So we would like to thank you no, all. No, we do not fans, want to thank you because followers. you're going to tune in like next time because it's not the last we episode. We want to thank you so much for everything. No. It's been a hell of a ride. It's been a hell of a year. What? It's it's you know it's been a wonderful experience. That's why you you're the Twitter followers who just experienced that this the, the first time. That is the worst news ever. It's news to me this too, is, guy. This is this is the end. This is not the end. But with every end comes a new beginning. What? And starting in two weeks. Hambone and I will be back every other week with the brand new, all new, all exciting <laughs> podcast of Thunder, My Thai Happy Hour. Yeah, dude, we're, we're coming back. What? Well, we heard you loud and clear, especially in the, uh, the thread where we had the lead singer of Ghost on, that you don't want to look at us anymore. I and lost all this weight for nothing? Clearly, trying to do this on air God. live every other week is not working out too well. <sighs> so we are going to move to podcasts because we have faces made for radio. Yeah. We've been talking about it for a long time. It will happen. You will have the same great conversations. Game of Thrones, wrestling. You will have cocktails we're going to make. We're going to even be doing some live streaming when we have stuff to show off. We will even be like, I don't know, videotaping Comic-Con when we're there. But you don't actually have to tune into YouTube and be one of the 25 people that actually watch this show because no one wants to spend an hour watching YouTube where it's two overweight men in amazing Hawaiian outfits so talking hard. about wrestling. Well, now we so, need a drink. My Thai Happy Hour in two weeks. Sign up for us on iTunes. You're going to have to rate, review, and subscribe. I haven't figured out whether it's going to be on the My Thai TV feed or not, but it is going to be awesome. You will be excited. You will be excited. I will be excited. How awesome was it seeing his face when I said this show is canceled? Because I've been waiting for it all week. Because I didn't know. Make me a cocktail. I really did make a cocktail. Oh, it's very good. Drink your drink. Teach everybody how to make it, sir. <sighs> Have I turned you into an emotional wreck right now? I'm an emotional wreck right now, George. I need a minute. How's the drink? The drink is very good. It's not too sweet. It's nice. I don't taste any alcohol in it, though. Did you That's forget the, the alcohol? I did not forget the alcohol. <sighs> All right. So I was on the internet, as I've been known to be on the internet, reading dirt sheets, looking at cocktail recipes, and I found a cocktail recipe called the Hawaiian Kiss. 
Now my problem with it is it has banana liquor in it, and I hate bananas. I hate bananas with the fire of a thousand burning suns. I hate but bananas so much. But it makes so your much. poop firm. It's wonderful. I can have, I can do other things to make my poop firm. Bananas are terrible, and I do not endorse bananas. I However, disagree a hundred percent. I think if you need your vitamin D, you could go on the sun, or you could just eat more bananas. As a kid who loves vampires, I will tell you, I'd rather go into the sun than put a banana past my lips. Have anyway. You, you really never eat bananas. Never Are you bananas. allergic to bananas? Like Is it like coconut? I had a bad You have a lot of things you don't like. I, I, I don't like a lot of stuff. I, I, don't, I don't like a lot of stuff, but what I do like, I love, and I do love rum. So here's what this drink is. Normally it's got banana liqueur and coconut rum. However, today we're going to use a little bit of coconut rum, and we're going to use a little bit of ruby grapefruit vodka, because I am a man who enjoys his vodka. Albert, so I'm also team banana. All right, so here we go. We're going to pop in an ounce and a half of coconut rum. You can use any coconut rum. The go-to usually is always going to be Malibu. Uh... When I say Mally, you say boo. Boo. And thank you. You put it right in your cocktail. Now, instead of the an ounce of banana liqueur, I'm going to substitute it with a little bit of the grapefruit vodka and a little bit of Goya passion fruit We juice. own grapefruit vodka? I know where all your alcohol is. When did I get grapefruit vodka? It was a hell of a party, George. So here you go. We got a half an ounce of grapefruit vodka in there. And instead of adding a full ounce... Of the liquor, I'm going to add in three quarters of an ounce of this passion fruit. Now, I do we do have the Libra Co. passion fruit syrup upstairs. I've really been enjoying using the Goya passion fruit. We're going to add in three ounces of pineapple juice. Now, when I was in bartending school, they said, when in doubt, always you make it red. You went to a real bartending I school? I did, because none of the bartenders I knew wanted to teach me how to make drinks, so I went and learned how to make cocktails. You bastards. I know. And I turned out to be a very fine bartender. So they always said, when in doubt, make it red, make it sweet. So what I'm doing is I'm going to add a little grenadine in, which I normally think is unholy in a tiki cocktail. However, today, we're trying new things, apparently. Canceling our program. Not telling me about it. So we're going to put a... I, I heard that, Gabe. You're not happy about it either. So here, I'm going to pop in a half an ounce of this grenadine syrup. We're going to shake this up. I wanted something light and refreshing, not too heavy on the alcohol. So this is more of a summer sipping cocktail. Pour this in right now for you, for me. To quote the great Ramones, I can't stand anything colored pink. That just stinks. What's in this drink? Well, buddy, cheers. It's been a hell of a ride. Two future endeavors. I can't believe you future endeavored us on air. The show isn't canceled. We are just moving to a podcast format, so you can take your oh, microphone. Delightful. So you can take your microphone with you on the road, and we can never miss a week. We'll never miss a week again. And then we can have people on the air more often. And they don't have to look at us. Look, there is nothing fun about this program right now. Trust me. I know. I watch the episodes. I see how fat I look on screen. So this is the best thing we could Trust possibly me, every do. Every time I'm at the CrossFit and I'm squatting, I'm looking at my, thinking myself on my Thai TV going, yep, let's put up some more weight, kid. Yeah. So One this, day, is, this is for the best. This I is finally, for your best interest. I finally see my jawline on air and then we're going off the air. And you will love it. You will love it. George has a frozen smile. Yeah, I hope it fixed just now. I noticed it stuttered for a second. Hopefully we're back on the air. I know it's like twitching a little bit. It might be our spotty Wi-Fi. Regardless, you met Bruce Campbell this week. I met Bruce Campbell yesterday. 
Uh, I heard about it last minute, popped up on the Facebook feed, and I thought to myself, what more would I... And actually, folks, I'm on vacation right now. So right now, I am on vacation from work for the entire week, and I thought, what would be more fun than meeting Bruce Campbell? So I went to Bookends in Ridgewood. I bought a copy of his brand new book, uh, Hail to the Chin. And I waited on a, a line that went surprisingly fast, and I met Bruce Campbell. Not only did he have something personalized to say to every single person that he met that day, he loved my Hawaiian shirt. Who could not like your Hawaiian shirt? Well, first and foremost, one of the best parts about being friends with George is that I got some hand-me-down Hawaiian shirts from George that were in pristine shape. My lucky Hawaiian shirt is a pink flamingo shirt, and that shirt is where who I met Stan Lee in. I met Mick Folian, and I had a beautiful chance encounter with Carrie Fisher in. So it's my lucky shirt. I got a little bit of Bruce Campbell all over it. He actually pulled the tag up. He wanted to see who made it. Uh, we talked about Tommy Bahama shirts together. He's got a handshake like Superman. God, I love Bruce Campbell. I want to make it very clear. I enjoy Tommy Bahama restaurants. Their fish tacos fantastic. They make a damn good Mai Tai. But their shirts are not necessarily Aloha shirts. I agree. Uh, and and he could say what he wishes. What we're wearing, I don't know about yours. Actually, yours is probably made in Disney. This is a probably Disney by shirt. Ch in China by like Well, children. the pink flamingo shirt was actually made in Hawaii. But I will say, legit. yes, the shirts I wear are official. Official. Including my cabana shorts. Matching what? cabana outfits. Matching cabana outfits. Everyone thinks right now the hot thing is onesies on dudes, but it's cabana outfits. I can still pull my pants down to go to the bathroom That's without nice. having to unbutton things. Yeah. The cabana shorts, cabana top matching is the way to go, people. There's this only... is the hot look of the summer of 2017. I'm calling it now. This is the way to go. Cabana outfits. There's only one person in this house that needs to be unbuttoned to go to the bathroom, and that's Mr. Cookies. That's Mr. Cookies damn straight. So, the first thing we're going to talk about today, I don't know, maybe it should be the last thing we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about it. I'm very heated about this. Game of Thrones has started its seventh season. It is intense. And, so intense. And I want to know, what are your thoughts right off the bat? So, I never read the books. So, for me... I am enjoying the whole get to the fucking point of it, uh, where they have discovered fast travel in this game finally, and we were like, oh, I need to get back to Westeros. Oh, and I'm there next scene. I actually don't mind that so much. Uh, I am loving actually finally seeing the dragons on... Oh my god, I'm sorry. Folks, we are going to talk a lot about spoilers, so if you're behind a Game of Thrones, sucks to be you. You should have watched it live or on HBO Go. So... Uh, all the dragon stuff, the dragon's actually laying waste to people. Daenerys totally making that full heel turn, uh, which I think is fantastic. Uh, the one thing I am not enjoying is some of the things that they are cutting corners on, uh, such as the scene with uh, Sam and Gilly. Uh, well, they're not cutting corners. That wasn't in the books yet. Well, it's cutting corners as far as they're kind of rushing some of the stuff to get to that point. Like, I understand the rushing of the fast travel. There's some other things that, plot development-wise, I feel like they could give a little more give them a little more love to. I am not happy with Game of Thrones right now. I'm going to put it right out there. They were offered two 10-episode seasons, and those directors, the two guys not named George R. R. Martin, decided that they can do it in, what, 16, 17, 13 episodes? Yeah. They're like, we well, don't need 20. We're not going to put filler in here. We're not going to do what makes Game of Thrones great, which is uh. the extra stuff. Look, I love the fact that they're fast-tracking. I love that it's not taking forever. In the books, it's rough to get through the books when an entire book, I'm talking about uh, Feast of Crows, is just walking and getting from point A to point B. But what was, that only what, worked once, folks. It's called Lord of the Rings. What made 
Game of Thrones so great, what made it so great, yeah. is that the little scenes, the fact that it takes an episode and a half or two episodes for Brienne and for Jamie to make it back to King's Landing, so they talk and they flesh out the story. The backstory Nuance. stuff, the flashback stuff that's in the books is done through conversations <clears throat> in Game of Thrones. And I miss it greatly. I miss the little, the Bronn, Bronn walking around with... What's, uh, I don't know who he was with. Jamie. But, oh, the Hound Damn. and Arya. And the little thing, scenes where, where Tywin was talking to Arya, which wasn't even in the book. That stuff has been laid waste now so they can just get to the chase over and over. And they're ruining the character arcs that were so integral to the making of the show. He said what I was saying, just with a lot more passion. Uh, I will tell <laughs> Losing you, my voice. knowing that they were going to give them 10-episode seasons, like, we can come in at 8. It's like contractors trying to bid for a job. Like, oh, no, no, we can get that done faster and cheaper. Uh, it's funny because it only took, what, seven seasons? I finally learned but everyone's they names, gave and them, it's over. They offered them 20 episodes. Yeah. This has nothing to do with money. Yeah. Uh, HBO said, you get 20 episodes. They said, we want to walk. We don't want to walk. We don't want to shoot walking. Everything's fast. I'm sorry. Daenerys Storborn is like, we're going to whoop ass! Next scene, they're whooping ass! Like, she's got to get from one side of the world to the other with... All right, she's got dragons, I yeah. get it, but come on! Well, I mean, it's, to me, it's, it's, it's funny in a lot of ways because, you know, it's like when you go and you're in a band, you're playing a show, like, you wait for so many hours to have that, like, 30 minutes on stage. And that's, to me, like, what the new Game of Thrones is like. You know, normally we'd have to watch three episodes of her trying to get somewhere, and it's like her, a lot of hurry up and wait for, like, a 30-second payoff. Now we just get the payoff. I, I, I'm, my frustration, like, I'm, I'm getting heated right now. I'm getting my hot flashes. Ooh, you're uh, oh, my God. It's, it's getting Deep there. Breaths. I'm getting a little proclaimed right now. Breathing it's in rough, and out, buddy. But, spoiler alert. If George R. R. Martin truly had written the end of this story. Yeah. Jamie Lannister would have burned to death in the fire of the dragons. Thank Not Bronn makes the last minute save, grabs him, beats fire, lands in the water, swims to safety. That's what we call a natural 20 on your dexterity check. That just that would have been the perfect death for Jamie Lannister. Ugh. And he has that it coming too. Perfect, he has it perfect coming death. so bad. They've done nothing with him for ages. This needed to happen. I heard there were bananas here. No, there are no bananas, Bob. I'm sorry. Hambo doesn't like bananas. I Dave, I wish you were here too. Um, I, I just, so I am just frustrated because A, the fast tracking, which is cutting out the great characters. Anytime someone talks to one another now, right. where it's like those nice, cute, mo that aren't major plot points, it's just to tell a cheap joke. Yeah. It's a haha -ha moment and that's it. And that upsets me a little bit. But then they pull that stuff where like, and oh God, why is everybody wearing black? Everyone's wearing black. It is like, let's murder out the set. We can't afford color. Everyone's in black. Everyone's in black. Daenerys Storborn, in black. Jon Snow, always in black. Cersei Lannister, in black. Jaime Lannister, in black. Arya, black. Sansa, black. Black slimming on everybody. Tyrion Lannister, black. All right, you got to be there. Like, everyone's in black. I don't understand why everybody has to wear black. I don't get it. I don't get the, I mean, winter is coming. Because it's like the darkness of winter. I don't know, man. So I just want to see dragons. And that last up. scene, last episode, where like John Snow was like, "Oh, I gotta get back to Winterfell." And like, boom, I'm in Winterfell. That was fast. Teleportation. Hey, man, Look, I, on a bright note, I do enjoy everything that is happening. Is great. It just pisses me off that they could have had a couple extra episodes to warm in those little things that made the show so great. Well, how about during the most possibly pivotal point of the show, where the great secret is finally getting revealed? 
We got Sam mansplaining some shit. Oh, the Sam mansplaining. And the thing is, how the hell did she find the book that has the phrase out of all the books? Like, couldn't they have had a setup where at least she goes, I want you to look, Sam goes, I want you to look at all the books that talk about Rhaegar Tar or the Targaryens and the Targaryen dynasty. She go, oh, Rhaegar Targaryen, annulled wedding with whatever his wife's name was. Yeah. That's a major plot point, but the setup, well, I, enjoy, I thought it was cute how they threw it away. Yeah. I really didn't like that fact that why would she be reading? She's also a wildling. How the hell does she read? It was hard to read. It took four episodes. But you know what? It took, shut your mouth. It took four <laughs> episodes for the uh, the Stannis' daughter to teach the Onion Knight how to read a sentence. Well, but that's all the stuff that gets cut out because we're fast-tracking Because everything. they can't have 20 episodes. I'm... This is why we can't have nice things, Short. This is why we can't have nice things. It just bothers me because I'm watching every episode from the beginning now, and I'm bothered because the cohesion is not there now. Like, it's like, okay, it's great till, till season five, and then six, seven, eight are like fast tracks. Why are we freezing constantly? Oh, we no. shouldn't be freezing. Don't freeze coming. anymore. I have a feeling everything should be on the network. Whatever. I don't know. Regardless, that's how I feel. I think everybody should go watch Game of Thrones. It's a great show. Well, now they don't have to watch it. You told them everything. I don't think they've watched it. They don't know anything. <laughs> they're all in the Matrix, so it's all fast-tracked. Exactly. And it's kind of like, yeah, they're, that's it, Dave Tang. They're in I the can, Matrix. I can, I can they're in, they're all. Sense. It's going to turn out they're all in purgatory the whole time. By the way, really quickly, I want to tell you that The Leftovers, that nobody saw but me, ended fantastic. Did it? Because I gave up after the first a season. A show that should have ended in a, like... We shall now go on with our lives. Like, they explain everything. Like, everything's ran out. So they didn't pull a loss. They were like, oh, no, no this is exactly No, it turns exactly out there happened. was two parallel universes, and the girl crosses, like, the woman who's, like, the, the woman from Fargo, like, goes through a port teleportal portal and, like, ends up in the other world. And the other world, Earth 2, 98% of the world disappeared. Not 2%. The other 98%. So she ends up in a world where there's only 2% of mankind left, and she's in Australia. She can't even get to her family because nobody knows how to boat or, like, fly a plane because there's no pilots left. So it takes her 14 years to get to her family, and they're all there, except for her because she's on Earth 1. And she sees them with another man, a woman, and they're happy. And she then goes, I don't want to be here. So she finds the man who created the portal... Has him, like, find it because he's the first one who tested it out. He went to Earth 2. And he's like, I need you to make the portal again to get me back to Earth 1. And he does. And she comes back 14 years later and finds the guy who looks like fake Wolverine who's dating Jennifer Aniston. And she's like, I found it and I didn't want to find it. That's what happened to the 2%. They are on Earth 2. That is sci-fi. That's exactly why I stopped watching that show. That and the sadness. Oh my god, everything. Do, every do you know who so sad? Do you know who was behind everything? Do you know who made the portal? Who? Cousin Larry from Perfect Strangers. Shut but up. No, 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 no. No, it gets even better. It wasn't just Cousin Larry. It was Cousin Larry playing Cousin Larry. It was Larry Bartakamos. And they were playing started playing the Perfect Strangers theme song to introduce every episode after that. No. Yes! Are you fucking with me? No, I'm not. I'll show you later. It's insane. Got, uh, it's insane. Really? Yeah, it was Larry Bartakamos. From now on the Meepos is or die, Jace. Because, like, Balky was the one who's from Epos. Yes. Which is not in Greece, but it is, and we all know it is. It's, it's totally Greece. Ah, oh, how long have we been going? We've already been going way too long. I That's okay, because it's soon. So, did I tell you Mai Tai Happy Hour coming in two weeks? Two it's weeks? It's going to be a one-hour podcast? Shit, yeah. Because podcasts, you can listen to wherever. On the toilet. Taking a long time work. Anywhere. It's fantastic. So, Gen Con. You're going to Gen Con. I can't Gen wait. Gen Con's like the bastard step-ugly stepbrother of, like, Comic-Con, right? Say what? 
Yeah, it's like no. it's like super geeks. No, it's where I so I went online and I looked at like the itinerary and there was like ponying. Do you know what ponying is? I looked it up. There's what? a thing about people like to dress up as ponies. Bronies. Bronies. Yeah, they're male fans of My Little Pony. That's going on there. So what? What are, what are you going for, bronies? <laughs> We're not going for bronies. Me and George are going to Gen Con. Now, Gen Con is fantastic. It's the 50th Gen Con, uh, started by Gary Gygax way, way back in the day. Uh, it is a convention that celebrates all gaming, Dungeons & Dragons, Magic, Pokemon, Bronies, uh, any kind of tabletop gaming, Wargaming, Warhammer. There's LARPing going on there. Uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. 70,000 70, people will be in attendance for this Gen Con. Uh, it takes place in Indiana every year at the Indiana Convention Center, and we're going to try to play test some games, take some writing courses. So Dave Tang says he's super excited for you. What do you play? I play Dungeons and Dragons. Primarily, I play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm going to be going there trying out the new uh, Outpost 31 game uh, that USAopoly is putting out for The Thing. Uh, I am hoping... I pre-ordered it. Yes, you did. I'm hoping to find some pretty cool... Because a lot of companies there will actually have promos that if you buy the game at Gen Con, you might get like a couple special pieces. You might get a couple special cards. I'm trying to see what the promos are going on right there. Uh, we got a friend there who's running a game called Rememorex that he just kick-started. So I'm going to pop in over there and check out his game while we're there i'm actually gonna see they might be giants there that's awesome i've seen them before they're amazing so i've never seen they might be giants before and i will tell you it seems kind of cool that i'm actually for the first time seeing they might be giants at gen con yeah which that, is pretty awesome they're great i've seen them before they do a great job they play like a full band though usually with the Henry's. which is awesome so you should enjoy that i um i so i went on the website oh, yeah you did. gen con first of all is not a uh convention about the human genome project no matter what anybody's <laughs> told you not about that um have you tried pandemic yes uh, we have tried pandemic uh so unwinnable uh has a board game club so we play pandemic at the board game club it was pretty fun the board game club which is open to everybody except for george go join it it's fantastic supposedly unless it's me that I'm not invited. Uh, yes, Ken, Les Zeppelin. We are actually, George Colazzo and I are leaving 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. We will be at the uh, opening ceremony party tomorrow night. Les Zeppelin and all lesbian Led Zeppelin cover band is playing. That's going to be pretty cool, too. That sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, so I went on the website. The website's horrible. It's not a very good It's website. like built in 1998. Everything's yeah. a drop-down menu. I think it actually started as an angel fire site. It is horrible. It's yeah. like their email address is juno.net. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. It's really rough. Like, it was made using a CD that appeared in yeah. the mail. Um, not, I would not say AOL, because I'm a big fan of AOL now. Oath. Anyhow, um... So, uh, Gen Con, uh, I love the spouse section. So there's a whole itinerary of things your spouse can do. Isn't that cool? And I actually thought about it. If I went with Hambone, I probably would be doing the spouse stuff. And they have some fun spouse Things stuff. like how to crochet a Deadpool. There you go. How to, um, how to do makeup for cosplay. How to, I love how they're all female-oriented stuff. Like, you know, no woman is there to learn how to be a dungeon master. Well, no, there, and I will tell you this about Gen Con. This is my third Gen Con. It is loaded with women. Loaded with women, uh, there is a lot of cosplay going on. But spouse stuff is not husband, it's wife. It's wife stuff. But you know what? This was probably done up many, many moons ago, and they just kept that section of it. Uh, it's for everybody. Very family-friendly convention. Everyone is super cool there. Uh, we have a blast every time we go. I will tell you, like, it's always fun to see, like, you know, you go to Comic-Con, and you see the big displays for, you know, maybe a movie that you like or a video game that's coming out. They, like, pull out all the stops. They do the same thing at Gen Con. Uh, I usually try to get in there and play 
King of Tokyo, except when you play King of Tokyo at Gen Con, it's with full five-foot-size cutouts of the monsters, which I always think is so much fun. And now, this is different than eSports. It's different than eSports, yeah. eSports is like when you play Warcraft against each other. Right. Uh, I think they have some of that there. However, it's predominantly for games. So, uh, every room, there are some, some companies that may be kickstarting a game or coming out with a new game, so they have their own rooms there uh, on the show floor as well. That's where last year I played the... Uh, the uh, Upper Deck Big Trouble in Little China card game. I'm looking to get my hands on the Big Trouble in Little China uh, our, um, actually board game this year, so there's a lot going on. Dave, uh, Dave uh, so it looks like every now and then like things get dumb. What's the broadcast interrupt? Stop interrupting the broadcast. Um, Dave Tang said he's psyched for uh, Game of Thrones Settlers of Catan. Yeah, they actually have a lot of competitive gaming there as well. Uh, Upper Deck has uh, for their Legend series, Catan, Mayfair Games has a lot of competitive things going on as well. There's contests, Magic the Gathering, drafts. Uh, Pathfinder, I think, has a huge room over there. I think I'm most excited about uh, Tracy Hickman, who wrote uh, Ravenloft, which is, to me, the greatest Dungeons & Dragons module ever produced. Uh, he runs this thing called Killer Breakfast there, where you have 300 people, and you get like one chance to roll the dice, and if you die, you're out, and he brings up a new player every time. Uh, Killer Breakfast is on Saturday morning. It's like live action with everybody. It's going to be super fun. I uh, I just want to. I'm so excited to go to Gen Con. I, I, I have no interest in Gen Con, but there's two things I should mention related to card games, stuff like that. Yeah. First off, Hearthstone expansion came out yesterday. Nice. It looks fantastic. I haven't figured out how to work it in. Uh, my decks are kind of messed up right now because I've been playing a little while, so I got to figure out what decks are what. Get my decks in order. Two. I. Oh God. I've started collecting e cards. There's an e-trading card movement. There like is. People collect electronic trading cards, like baseball cards. So I've started collecting WWFE slam cards. And there is a whole thing where every day you get like 25 bucks for free, that you buy a pack of cards, and you have trading cards. It's not like Hearthstone. You can't like play anything with them. It's like trading cards. And you get rare cards, and like the SummerSlam cards are coming out tomorrow, and you collect them and you trade them. Ian does that with Star Wars. Is it through Tops? It's through Tops. Tops has the market for e-trading cards. If it people... is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life. Now, if you get a full set of cards, can you ever get physical cards for them? No, never. There's no physical cards. But you can tr you can sell them on eBay and people buy them. I just don't understand. Just like I don't understand why this keeps like pausing on me. That's not cool. Stop doing that. Um, but like... I don't get e-trading cards. Like oh, Maybe okay, it's a kid's right. thing. It might be Gen Y. I yeah. mean, I've been collecting them because I'm a wrestling fan. I kind of want to see. I keep trying to trade with people, but my trades aren't good enough, so right. they give me one star. And yeah. nobody, I'm like, the, I right now, I'm like the plague. Like, I might as well right now, <laughs> I have like a disease. It's like, I have chlamydia or something. It's like, they won't go near me. Scarlet Leather, George won't get traded with. So I just get my 25 bucks every day, and I collect. And I don't get it, but I keep doing it. I don't understand you why. You just have a kid. You have like a lot of time in your hands for guys. That's because you do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's odd. It's very odd. That's what you do at four in the morning. You play e-trading cards. <laughs> but there is e-trading cards. Yeah. I, I, I've never gotten into it. So the worst thing about this weekend is that Hambone will be missing SummerSlam weekend I in Brooklyn. SummerSlam weekend in Brooklyn. And this year is going to be amazing. We are going to NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 3 on Saturday night. Bring Allison. We're going to leave the baby with my parents. Yes. Jesus Christ, I'm scared. But, you know, we're going to try. Yeah, fun. It's going to be awesome. 
and I am psyched for it. I'm most excited for Hideo Itami versus Ash, uh, Alistair Black, and I'm excited for Asuka versus Ember Moon. Who do you think's going over there? Who? Which one? Hideo. Hideo Itami, I think it's got to be Alistair Black, but then again, if Hideo doesn't go over, it's kind of going to murder Hideo Itami. I think, it's, I think, I think we're, the ship's already sailed on that one. Yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen there. Ember Moon, I think Asuka's going to... So here's my armchair booking that I've told people. I think Asuka is going to win and keep the title. I agree. I believe the next day on Raw, or the day after on Raw, Paul Hayman, Brock Lesnar is going to lose, costing himself his Absolutely. career. He's going to leave the WWE. I think Paul Heyman's going to show up on Monday and say, I've drafted a new superstar into my. I am now the new. That's kind of really. Yeah. I can't really do Paul Heyman. But like he's going to be like, I have a new superstar, and he's going to hit Asuka's music. And he's going to be the mouthpiece for Asuka. And it's going to be awesome. Because that's all she needs. She's nigh unstoppable as is. She needs a mouthpiece. She needs Paul Hammond. So I'm a Tiki Bar armchair booker. That's what I think. Are you excited for SummerSlam? I am super excited for SummerSlam. What Summer matches Slam. are you most excited for? Let's not talk about our predictions. Let's talk about your favorite matches and what you, who you think is going to win. Uh, so to, on the topic of who I think is going to win my favorite match, I'm excited for the Fatal 4-Way. Normally, at a pay-per-view event, I prefer a one-on-one -on -one wrestling However, I am just so shit excited to see Brock Lesnar not be the champion anymore. I kind of don't even give a shit who's the champion. But who do you think's going to win? I want Samoa Joe. I would like Samoa Joe to win too. I want Samoa Joe. I think Roman Reigns is going to eat the pin. I think Braun, pin, Braun Strowman's winning though. Really? Yeah, because I think they can't give it to Roman in Brooklyn because they're going to shit all over the match. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to give it to, um, to Joe because Joe is not the type of Samoan that uh, Vince McMahon enjoys. Fair enough. So I think it's going to be Braun Strowman, and I think the crowd probably won't mind that too much. I am looking forward to uh, the women's match. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what goes down with Charlotte Banks and Alexa Bliss. I think that's going to be a great match. and I think it kind of needed to happen because Bailey is not very good with the promos, and Sasha Banks is. And I think she's going to put on a hell of a match against Alexa Bliss. I'm going to say that I really don't think Sasha Banks should be in the match. I think the story everyone wants to see is is Alexa Bliss versus her best friend Nia Jax. Well, you would think they, they built it up that far that it would have been the case, and they did not go in that direction. So I'm a little depressed about that. Going back to NXT for a second, I think Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Roode is a horrible match. That is not a match. And I don't know why that's that. headlining, which is why I believe that between now... Oh, he keeps coming back. Okay, so it froze, and now we're back again. I'm about to edit all this out, aren't I? Fix it in post. I don't even care. This is our last ever episode. Then it's the end of my Thai TV as we know it. Um, I own that URL. I got to figure that shit out, too. But, it can uh, still be my Thai TV. I, I, I feel that between now and by Saturday, they're going to add um, the other guy. Roderick Strong. Roderick totally, Strong to totally the match. It's going to be a three-way dance. They, and you will win it. They built it up so much that it was going to be Roderick Strong. And Bobby Roode. They built it up so much to that. All this, and then all of a sudden McIntyre comes in. So it has to be, it has to be, um, Roderick Strong getting in there. Ken Lucas, I think Adam Cole will be there, but I think he's gonna be in the crowd because NXT doesn't do weird schmoz stuff. They might have to though. They might need something. Nope. I think he's gonna be in the crowd. They'll be like, "What's Adam Cole doing here?" Like the year before with 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 so and so, and the year before with Bobby Roode, and the year before with Kevin Owens. And that's exactly why he's got to get in there. Do something. Who do you think Adam Cole feuds with if he comes in? Cassius Ohno. That was something I'd love to say. That is something I would love to say. I just made you flinch. You did? Twice in one episode. Oh, man. Um, and then for uh, I, 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 Shinsuke versus, um, versus the 
the uh, Maharaja. I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be in the middle of the match. They're not. One's not going to win. The other one's going. I think Baron Corbin's going to cash in and pin someone. I don't know how it's going to work. I just don't. Can't, Shinsuke can't lose, but Jinder can't lose the belt either. All right. So my my thing is this. I I want to see the belt on Jinder Mahal as long as possible. Uh, I think that it's going to be a thing where Jinder wins, but barely. Baron Corbin cashes in and does it. Then we get a rematch at some upcoming pay-per-view. Baron Corbin, I am telling you right now, Baron Corbin is walking out of SummerSlam with a title belt around his waist. George Clauso, you are correct. Jinder Mahal is the champion we need right now. Indians need to have their time in the sunshine. The Maharaja needs to have the belt. Though I am kind of excited that there's two Asian dudes in the main event. Listen, if they had a Jinder Mahal t-shirt, a Hot Topic, I would have bought it yesterday when I bought my Villain Club shirt. Mine has been back-ordered forever. That's why I don't think they have it a Hot Topic. Uh, I would totally have bought it. That's where I buy most of my clothing. I'm almost 40. There's a lot of stuff I really don't care too much. Like, you know, the Hardy Boys got dealt a bad hand with the Revival being put out, well, so they're kind of in a mess right now. And the Hardy now. Boys are also in some weird holding pattern trying to see yeah. what kind of gimmick they're going to go with. I, I hate Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose right now. I'm not digging them. I miss the Shield, uh, and I don't want to start <laughs> knowing the Shield. Not a fan. I really actually hope that, uh, that Cesaro uh, whoops their ass. Oh, I hope the bar goes over. I yep. hope the bar totally wins that, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. I will say this: uh, Baylor has a sweet T-shirt. It's a Baylor Club Brooklyn shirt, which I'm hoping that if that's going to be the case, that every city he goes to, it's like Baylor Club Nork. But he lives in Brooklyn, so that's probably just for that. Does he really? Yeah. Why do you think every photo of him recently on Instagram is him running up some guy in Brooklyn taking a photo of him? Because he's in town for the week for SummerSlam. Every week, he lives there with with uh, I believe he lives there with uh, Zach Saber Jr. What? Yeah. What? He's in Brooklyn in every photo on Instagram for the last couple months. That's super cool. Yeah. You yeah. think he'd be in, like, Florida? If he sees you in Brooklyn and you're wearing a Balor Club or a Bullet Club or any other Finn Balor shirt, he actually looks like he runs up to you, grabs you, and asks to take a photo with you. Because yeah, he's that Balor. awesome. That so awesome. You're my guy. I'm excited for Bray Wyatt versus the Demon. Yes. The Demon needs to go over. Come on. <laughs> Bray Wyatt winning at a pay-per-view? <laughs> what a novel concept. Finally, is there anything else we care about? Not really. This is an amazing drink. Thank you, buddy. Are you excited for our future endeavors? I'm super, now that I know what it is, yes. We are, just so if you missed the beginning of the show, this is going to be the last episode of My Thai TV. What does that mean for you? You don't have to look at us every single week or once a month or two months the way we're going. Yeah, because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get George to take a really good picture of me. And that's going to be the photo that we use. We are going to move to a podcast that's going to run every week, every other week, every chance we get. But it's going to happen more often because Hambone is never around. So what Hambone can do now, we're going to buy two really nice microphones. Very nice He can bring them with him. We can clap on ourselves in, sync them up afterwards. You will think we're right here just like what it is now. What we will do is when we are together and doing episodes together, we will show you how to make the cocktails that we're making on uh, my Tide TV. There is also a good chance that when we are doing our podcast, we might air them just like this anyway. Exactly. We will be doing our fancy Comic Con episodes and our episodes from Tiki Bars. It's going to be it's huge. It's just the podcast for a format. It's the new wave of the future. This new podcast thing, everyone's doing it now. It's not like it's been around for 10 years. Not at all. It's now plausible. You might as well call us Christopher Columbus. We yo. also lost uh, Squatty Potty as an advertiser. Yeah, that's kind of a shitty hand. They got, very, they got very, very upset with my tirade about the, the, you know, the thing we talked about that one time and the, the mm, thing. Mm. 
and uh, they didn't appreciate because they claim it goes more woof, woof, <laughs> or not woof. And that was the end of our Squatty Potty sponsorship. We don't know how science works. So that, you know, I just didn't know how to use it properly. I just didn't realize it was simply a Squatty. See, first you do the DDP yoga, then you use the squat. I didn't realize you physically needed the potty to make it work. You said you needed the potty to make it work? It's tough. It's tough. So we lost them, but that's hopefully we'll get a lot more at Blue Apron. I bought Blue Apron stock today. Did you? Oh, do you know it's horrible? I signed up for that app. Yeah, wow. And now it's like, thanks, George Colazzo. I'm now in the stock market. Listen, let me tell you something about George Colazzo. He'll make you money. I know. He's a man who, who he's figured it out. All I'm good at is spending money. You are very good at spending money, but now you need to like talk to George more and learn how to like save and maintain and increase your wealth. I have wealth. I have all the wealth I need right here with my man Hambone, the future of my Thai happy hour. Mazel tov. Coming soon to iTunes near you. We'll have all the stuff on cultofgeorge.com to fill you in on when and why and how. Hambo, what made you happy this week? Oh my god, I've got a list. You ready for this? Yes. I don't think you can handle this. I met Bruce Campbell, y'all! It was amazing! So that made me very happy. Uh, I have been waiting to have an ice cream sundae for almost three months, so today, me and Jen went down to Holstein's. If you live in the New Jersey area and you want the best place to go get a sundae, you go to Holstein's in Bloomfield. He's wrong. I have a tattoo of an ice cream cone on my leg. I'm the expert. It was a perfect Sunday. I was very, very happy about it. I'm excited to go to Gen Con tomorrow. I'm excited that this weekend is SummerSlam. New episodes of Rick and Morty are fucking great. Uh, dude, I am stoked. I'm absolutely stoked. I got my Villain Club shirt the other day at Hot Topic. Finally. So good. <laughs> Night Train to Busan. What? Great movie. Check it out. I had, a, I, had a, I had a list. Finally came prepared. How can you get a hold of you, Hambone? You can't. I'm, I'm really, unless you're my friend on social media, I won't follow you. We actually honestly talked all about this new thing. Oh, you see, it's doing that. It's freezing a little bit. I don't know what's going on. But we talked about the new show format on Twitter, and you didn't acknowledge any of it when we were talking about it on Twitter. <laughs> That's what I know so about it. there is no way to reach Hambone. I tried to tag you in a post. It said you can't be tagged. Like, come on, really? It's yeah. social. I am George. You can find me at cultofgeorge.com, uh, GLK Creative on Instagram, at GLK Creative on, on Twitters. You're there. You can find me writing about, I'm doing a big expose right now for Cult of George on the, uh, the, the I'm ranking the greatest Iron Maiden albums after the uh, 90s started. Very important. Definitely something you should check out. We will be at NXT. I'll be at NXT. You he can find be. me. Find me there. Hug me. It's all good. You can listen. If you find me at Gen Con, I will give you the biggest handbone hug. Biggest handbone hug. Biggest handbone hug. You mentioned Mai Tai TV, and I will hug you. Yeah. Whoa, buddy. Make money. I don't know why I just said X. Allison said that. Said. Anyway, I'm George. You're handbone. Take us out on our last ever episode of Mai Tai TV. Hey, everybody. Be nice to each other. Aloha. Перебитые поломаны крылья Серой болью всю душу свело Кокаина серебряная